we're back on the green hour and everything is normal because we can't do anything right. Um, you know but, what, though? We can do a very special nighttime edition of the green hour. I don't know that specifying that we're recording this at night does anything for the listener because because they well, can just listen to it whenever. But if we add some smooth jazz and talk in a really low, very white baritone. Let's do the rest of the episode. Yes. We're only going to say about three things over the course of the next hour because we're taking it real They should open up a Carol Baskin Robbins. <laughs> what, what, what does that involve? Other than they've already got Tiger Tail ice cream. I didn't know that. So, okay, so, what, so I'm it's putting t- one and one together. And you're coming up with six. Um, yeah, Carol that's my idea. Baskin ice cream. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Carol Baskin Robbins. No, Tiger Tail. Yeah, Carol Baskin Robbins. Right. Um, well, I guess they would have Carol Baskin's husband flavored ice cream. Ooh, right. Just his dead body parts. Yeah. Controversial Which, opinion, but um, he she killed him. 100%. I don't think that's a controversial opinion. No. I, I kind of wanted to jump into a, a different topic here. How much do you know about... Um, you remember B.F. Skinner? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> man. Come on. Famous psychologist. You know, he invented the Skinner box. Ah, yes. The Skinner box. Nope. Yeah. What's that? All right. It's basically that thing where it's like a box... You put a rat in there with like a little lever. Oh yeah, I've heard of rats. When he yeah he hits it and then like food comes out and he gets he gets wise to it. So he's like, oh, when I hit that, food comes out. So it's but like an oven. Start, no, okay. Uh, ovens don't ha- have instant. They're, it's like a vending machine for mice, rats, oh. birds, whatever. Okay, so it's like a it's like a drive-through. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then sometimes they shock them. Okay, so it's like a KFC. Yeah, if the chicken were the mice, double downs were d- double rats. Oh yeah, so it's more like a, it's more like a moxies, like a. Baton it's like a Rouge. junior whopper. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah. So if you remember B.F. Skinner from first year psychology, which I don't, um, you'll know that during World War One he also continued to test with animals. I, d- I didn't and, know that. Um, there was this government um, funded well, very briefly funded research project called Project Pigeon. Nice. um, Where basically he took pigeons that they were able to condition to follow objects. Like shampoo? No, like they'd have them in front of a screen and they'd tap on a screen. um, And this screen would be inside of a missile that the pigeons would guide towards a target by pecking on the screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As you, <laughs> as you do. So this yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. funded. It's like we did that in grade nine, I think. We had that yeah. science experiment. Yeah, yeah. So this was actually funded by the U.S. military during World War One. Uh, sorry, World War Two. Um, they gave them like twenty five thousand dollars to the re- to the research, even though they were like, the yeah, pigeons this idea made twenty five thousand. Pretty stupid. Yeah. Fuck. That's some good paid. Um, but that that led me on kind of a rabbit hole to look at other. 
oh, I, fun. I, I know rabbits animal too. bombs. Um, there was this other funded U.S. operation called Bat Bombs. You probably heard of this too. You're a B- big war buff. Bath bombs. Yeah, it's like bat, bat bombs. Um, yeah, bats. And do they also go in to the the tub. No, this is better. Oh, this is um, bats. I can't think of wrapped, anything better. Wrapped in napalm uh, and released by a bomb or the bats would fly out into hard to reach areas and then their bombs would be on a timer and then all the bats would blow up so and burn villages down. Suicide bomb. Bat. Okay. Suicide yeah. bat bombers. Suicide bat bombs. Um, they okay. gave them like 2 million bucks for that, but canceled it because it was going to be ready too close to the end of the war. And they said, screw that. We already have nuclear weapons. Why do we need the suicidal bat bats? Yeah. Yeah. This makes but this sense. led me to further research. I legitimately can't tell if you're making any of this up or if it's completely fact. This is on truerealfacts.edu. Oh, uh, okay, us. yeah. So it's definitely, this is like, this, is, this is legit. This is straight out of the 100%. history textbooks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, straight off wikipedia.org. That's okay. en.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash military underscore animal. <laughs> Which leads me to this other part. So I was looking at, you know, incendiary bat bombs. Um, which uh, I went to the main page on Wikipedia, and I, I was reading this little tidbit here. Okay. So according to this guy in, like, 12th century China, or no, earlier than that, I think, um, apparently the Southern Song Dynasty used uh, monkeys in a battle between rebels of the Yangtze, where they basically um, clothed the monkeys in straw, dipped them in oil, set them on fire, and let them loose into an enemy's camp thereby burning them down and setting the camp into chaos. That sounds like something that would happen at, like, a bougie restaurant in, like, like Manhattan. Like, we went to... Flaming, like, the flaming monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we went... Oh, my God. Yeah. We went to La Bamba last night on the east side, and let me tell you, in between the main course and dessert, what this restaurant does is, and then insert what you just said, yeah. They released uh, these release flaming oily flaming monkeys. monkeys into the restaurant. And you're kind of just expected to spear at them with your forks in an attempt to just sort of, you know, break off your well, piece of they're dessert. Not food. Oh. They're uh, they're there to kill you. Oh. Big big yeah, kind of a big difference. Oh. This wasn't Jeez. a restaurant. This this was a battle. Oh, I've misunderstood. Yeah. Now, uh, monkeys aren't food. Monkeys are friends. Um, so, okay. I, I, I obviously, you understand, as the Green Hour podcast, we're the leading organization for, you know, the front, the forefront of the advocation of non-human rights for great apes. So, y- yeah, first yeah. of all, obviously, flaming monkeys wouldn't fly today. No, they're but flaming. What would happen if... Not that there's anything wrong with you know. That. Great apes somehow gain sentience, and suddenly one day you hear on the news there's like a legion of weaponized orangutans um, setting their young on fire and sending them into like villages. I'd be like, yep. Could you persecute these orangutans now that they've been given non-human person status? Mm. And it's kind of like a Planet of the Apes situation. What what do you think would happen? Where does James Franco factor into all this? He's dead. He first guy dead. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's useless. He's going to get a lot of women happy about that. Okay. Um, where to begin? I mean, obviously... There's a lot of ethical considerations. And, it, you know, it's a situation we've faced time and time again. 
you know, every time, it seems like every five to ten years, we're faced with the old age-old question, like, oh, okay, we got a bunch of flaming orangutans running around, killing people, and they're all oily and flamey and shit. And every time, we're, we, we find ourselves in the same place, like, what do we do this time? It's like, I think we need to put this to bed. Like, it's it's 2020, and these these concerns should have been solved, like you said, in the 12th century. Yeah. Like, do you think that we've these been trying apes, to figure this out for eighty years? Twelfth century, eighty years, eighty 100%. years. Like, I, 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 what I fear, obviously more than the flaming apes. Uh, sounds delicious, by the way. <laughs> it, it, honestly, <laughs> I think I touched on something there. It, I know it, it's like um, what's what's baked Alaska. It, 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 baked Alaska, yeah. It, you know, if you're gonna set a cake on fire, fucking set a monkey on fire. Let's see how that then tastes. <laughs> Steal gonna, a monkey. If you're gonna barbecue it, I mean, cook it right. I'm a I'm kind of a uh, medium. My my parents yeah. are always uh, they're medium a little well. Gamey. Yeah, yeah. If they're a me. little bloody and pink in the middle, that, I think that's that's to it's be expected. Flavor. You know. Yeah. And if they're running around, like obviously it's gonna be a little harder to cook. Um, we're probably offending, yeah, a number of people right now. But quite frankly, probably I don't know how to do this without offending people. Um, Me neither. But yeah, I mean. Let's say you open your front door and there's like General do Bonobo. That. General Bonobo? <laughs> right, so, yeah. And he's there with like a catapult of his kids on I, fire. I, Obviously, to humans, if we were to catapult our children into a battle zone, that's a war crime. So giving these apes non-human person status, do they? Th- do you think they should also get the right to a fair trial? Or should we just put them in a cage and send them off to the bottom of the sea? No. No. You would try them in the world court? Yes. I, yeah. I want to okay. see... That's what I wanted to know. That's I want to see a man or a woman. Yeah. Or a they. Non-binary. Or a chimpanzee. Or, no. Well, maybe. If the John Scopes monkey trial took place now, the John Scopes would be the monkey. Is John Scopes... Who's John Scopes? Is that oh the guy God. who... You, scope? You don't know anything. Uh, no, this is the guy that taught evolution in school. And he was, like, sued by the U.S. government. Maybe I have heard of this guy. I thought he was yeah. the guy who came up with Scope, um, the toothpaste. No, okay, that was well, Seymour Crest. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, well, no, what I'm saying for the judge, whoever the judge is, I would love yeah. to see someone... Judge Reinhold, obviously. Yeah, man, woman, or child, um, work their entire lives to become a judge, Reinhold, and then have to preside over a case involving uh, war crimes committed by a flaming orangutan. That (laughs) is the ultimate bitch slap to the face of someone (laughs) who tried to make a serious, honest career for themselves and then found them. Like, imagine (laughs) you're... Putting monkeys in prison. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how do you they how do you be a separate wing and everything i okay but imagine they get their little jobs like moving a library cart or like a little monkey chef <laughs> i but imagine the judge let's focus on the judge for Wait, i want to go back to the prison monkeys it's adorable <laughs> they get Keep to go mind, out in the yard they're war criminals like nazis yeah but it's so cute I don't think monkeys are cute. I don't think animal. I'm mm. no, they'll rip your face off. Exactly. There's nothing. I I but. think I I think one of the 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 sicknesses of our culture is the word cute. 
is thrown around. Like, that pencil case is cute. Yeah. Do you want to fuck that pencil case? Because fair play, sort of thing. people have different fetishes, but I just don't know that the word cute needs to be used on so many things, and I just don't know that it needs to be used on a previously flaming orangutan who's being tried no, no, no. for war crimes. This isn't and the flaming orangutan. He's, he's the smart one that weaponized his children so he doesn't die in battle. Okay. That's the war crime. Right. It's there's, still there's, it's still a violent their young violent yes a violent orangutan yeah. willing to sacrifice his youth like a suicidal orangutan a, in a warfare like imagine you setting your own child on fire setting them <laughs> and throwing them over the castle walls like you it's should be tried for countless the crime. amount of times yeah obviously hmm. so in this day and age I think it's I think it's good that they get put on trial because that means they have their rights and they deserve those rights, whether they abuse them or not. I, I want to agree. I, I, I want to focus for a moment on this judge. Yeah. Judge and Ryan. imagine whether it's a man or a woman or he's an actor or an actor, whoever it is presides over this case where let's say, you know, I, it goes on a long time because of the mm-hmm. lack of precedence for... And probably the, communication barrier. Yeah, and because they don't speak English. So, I mean... Or French. What if, you, what if they speak French? Could speak French. Could speak Mandarin. Could speak Spanish. I'd, I'd pay money to see a Spanish-speaking monkey, but... I mean, they're from Indonesia, the orangutans, so I don't think they speak any of those languages. No, but, probably you know, not. Good but, try. Um, because of all these barriers, we're looking at a long case. And... Yeah. I want to see at the end of it, the judge comes home, let's say to his wife. And, you know, he's a judge presiding over a, a landmark case. So he's probably getting up there in age. Yeah. And, you know, him and his wife, they try to keep things lively in the sack. But quite frankly, his pride is just, it's extinguished. Like the flames on the children of this criminal orangutan that he's yeah. judging. And General Bonobo. Yeah, General Bonobo. And so <laughs> he, I just take that as fact. So he comes home to try to fuck his wife, and there's just nothing That's, there. Why is that the first thing he tries there's to do when he comes home there. from a landmark human monkey because, war crime? Because I, I, I miss, feel like he'd watch a DVD about like the trials of Nuremberg. No, I think he he's <laughs> sick of being in that kind of scenario, and he... It was one day of trial. No, no, I'm thinking this is like two weeks. Oh, I'm thinking okay. he's like, what's the uh, sequestered sequestered for yeah. two weeks. And then he comes home to his wife and his wife is like, let's make love. And he wants to. But there's something about working an entire lifetime towards this position of importance and of respect. Yeah. And t- t- to spend two weeks of your, you know, final years presiding over a case where the defendant is an orangutan, it's, it's <laughs> got to be a blow to the... It's got to be a blow to the morale. I just don't know. But I feel like the sex that night is lifeless. It's flaccid. And it's without joy. But put it this way. And then he kills himself. <laughs> All right, he kills himself. Yeah. But let's say 10 years later... Basically, this 
you know, General Bonobo was essentially the Hitler of apes. Mm. And all of a sudden, Judge Reinhold, you know, highly regarded, and he's getting like at least a chapter in a history book now. What's he in? Um, was he in that donut TV show from like donut? last year? <laughs> yeah, what was it called? Judge the don't the donut. No, he was. Um, man, we're gonna have to cut this part out. Um, oh, I've never seen that man in anything. No, sorry, I was thinking of uh, not judge. Oh, Ryan, never mind. Fast Times at Richmond High. I've seen that. Yeah, sorry. And um, um, uh, they also did a table read of that recently, and I watched that last night, and that was fucking hilarious. But uh, oh, nice. okay, well, that's what I know him from, but. That's Wait, fun. Who, who was I thinking of? Not You're not thinking of Judge Reinhold? Not Judge Reinhold. No. What's his name? This entire like thing has been a years lie. old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his real name isn't even Judge. It's Ernest. Edward oh. Ernest Judge Reinhold Jr. What a goddamn poser. Ugh. Wait. What Super- a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Superior Donuts. Wait. This is what I was thinking of. Judd Hirsch. I was thinking of Judd Hirsch. Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> Not nah, totally different guy. <laughs> this whole topic has completely fallen flat. <laughs> this has fallen apart completely. Um, but not uh, really. Ju- I, it's yeah. it's definitely a discussion that needs to be had because it's certainly touching on a lot of things. I think we're leading towards in today's society. That being mm-hmm. um, the presence of fire, uh, the presence of monkeys, and the presence of war, um, yeah. and the presence all hot of topics, catapults. Always. Yeah, you combine all yeah. those things together, and you got flaming monkeys shot out of catapults and the purposes of war. I don't know how this isn't something that's in the, in the news every single day. I mean, I find it impressive if a monkey could build a catapult successfully. Right. And have the knowledge... I can't build a ...that catapult. they should use, you know, wrap their children in straw and, and put them in oil before setting them on fire so that, that they can obviously better spread the flames. Right. Do you think that maybe Jane Goodall would impart some of her information about how human society works to create her own group of weaponized chimps? Right. I, I was asking you a question. I, d- I, d- I don't even know where to begin. I I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I would like them to know how to do things. If you're going to commit a war crime, at least do it right. And here's the thing on that. Isn't it funny how probably the most effective a suicide bomber, the the, the most sort of purposeful accomplishment a suicide bomber will ever do in their lives is um being a suicide bomber yeah that's like what you're going to be known for yeah 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 like, you, like these, tim oh yeah he was a carpenter no tim no. he was a suicide, suicide bomber, bomber. You very don't, different you don't get remembered as other things when you're a suicide bomber so there's no point in doing anything before becoming a suicide bomber yeah yeah it's tr- yeah yeah no i get it it's true but also um at the same time, I feel like Jane Goodall was a would suicide want to bomber. Be known, no, I, I just oh. think she'd like to be known more than just like a scientist who lives in the jungle studying chimps. I feel like she kind of wants to add and war criminal to her resume and teach monkeys to light each other on fire and send them into flaming villages. It definitely has a larger impact on the world yeah, as a it, whole, and I think that's what most people cooler. want to have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if you're going to be a suicide bomber, you don't want to be known as Tim the Carpenter. You, and you also as, you don't want to be known as Tim the Suicide Bomber. You want to be known as Tim the Suicide yeah. Bomber. The guy that took down, you know, the oppressive regime. Yes, with a suicide bomb. Yeah. yeah. With a backpack and some can-do attitude. Yeah. 
not Tim the Carpenter that once built a door for a donut shop. Yeah, that Judd Hirsch never visited. No, or Judge Reinhold. Or Judge Ernest, Edward Ernest, Judge Reinhold Jr. in the process of having a seizure. Uh, What are we (laughs) talking about? Basically, we're talking about if great apes had human rights but also committed war crimes, could we legally try them in a court of law to persecute them for these war crimes, even though they're not technically humans, they just have non-human person status? Right. What does the law say? I mean... I think it's a similar question to what we asked in the last episode, which was talking about how the Raelians want to bring back Hitler and and Nazi high-ranking Nazi officials to try them for war crimes and they never got to be yeah. tried for. I think we're on a similar topic here. Um, and I think you got to do it. I think throw the book at him, right? And, you know, wherever the book <laughs> is. I don't know I what mean, the book is. It's it, a heavy book. Maybe like the, I think the fifth Harry Potter was a pretty yeah, that was, that heavy was book. It was hefty, for sure, Order yeah. of the Phoenix. I think you throw that book at him, and I think, you know, a hardcover Bible never hurts, um, an Oxford yeah. Dictionary, Guinness Book of World Records, all Thesaurus. these kind of things. Thesaurus. These are all good books to throw. Um, yeah. Yeah, I say you throw the book at him. Green eggs and ham. Green egg. No, well, that was that was short, right? But so. it's, it's, it's a good read. It's sharp, though. It's yep, got a bit sharp. of a pointiness to it that I'm not sure you'd get with the other books. That if you throw the very hungry caterpillar, maybe they will learn to love. Perhaps. Or I was going to say, any of the Lemony Snicket books, they're more likely to yep. get a paper cut because of those jagged edges of the pages. Those jagged edges. Jagged wait, wait. Edges. Can, we not talk, can we talk about those for like uh, two seconds? Yeah. Why? What's um, the deal? I don't know. You know. It was very bad design choice. Anyways, yeah. back to the gorillas. I, I said two seconds. I think you throw that book at them. <laughs> They're going to at least get a paper to cut, maybe a broken nose or something. Yeah. And they're going to think twice about the next time they set their children on fire and launch them yeah. with a catapult now, at their enemies. Would you contain these criminals to their own, let's call it like their own battle royale island. Right. Instead of a real prison. Because it's a lot of instru- infrastructure to build so like for to dance? be strictly used by apes. Okay. You know, the jail cells would be a lot shorter, hallways smaller, the heating and cooling systems take a lot of you know time. I think they should just put them on an island, scatter some weapons around, and battle royale them, and just you know if, see who comes out on top. And maybe if they win, they get a pizza. You want to make a bunch of orangutans kill each other on an island for a s- piece of pizza? <laughs> a yeah. piece of pizza, please. Yeah. Well, I mean, the winner obviously gets the pizza, but also maybe the realization that what they did was wrong, and then we can implement their lives. Uh, back into society. It's so hard to re enter society when that's been your life story. <laughs> In you, what way? You were overseeing a network of suicide bombing orangutans, and then you were put in some sort of prison fight for a, for a pizza, and you won. And also. <laughs> You're an orangutan. <laughs> it's yeah, hard to reintegrate exactly into society when that is sort of the existence that you've led so far. I, I don't really know how to integrate myself to, into society on a day-to-day basis, and I'm a human being with a yeah. job and a home who does human you, being things. You've never killed a lot of orangutans on an island. No, unless I'm playing Although the game I don't know Far if you've Cry been to or Borneo something. or not. Yeah. Unless I've been to what? Like, if you've ever been to Borneo, I've been to Animal Kingdom, Disney World. It's not, 
Thin monkeys. It's, no, it's different. It's not different That's, though. It's, it's it's very much exactly the same thing. No, one's in Disneyland. Disney World. One it one isn't. Disney World. Disneyland. I I need Land to hear Disney. Disney World. I need to hear it's, you say it's, it's Disney, Disney World. World. Land. World. It's okay. Disneyland. I'm doing. Disneyland's in California. Disney World's in Florida. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and Florida Animal Kingdom. Exist. It's a conspiracy. What? Florida is a conspiracy. It, it doesn't exist. I've been to it over a dozen times. <laughs> no, it's just a you've, way. You've you're to Jewish. You've also been there over a dozen times. I know this yeah, is a but, fact, but it's not um, because if you read the news, Florida is essentially an offshoot of the Branch Davidians. Of the what? The Branch Davidians. The Branch Davidians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a cult. <laughs> So a cult is also a geographical location. And in this case, one of the largest yeah. states in the U.S. Yeah, it's not real. It's not real. It's just a no. cult. Yeah. This segment has been sponsored by truerealfacts.edu. For more information, dial your local real fact supervisor at 412 412- truerealedu.gmail.com at gmail.ca can you tell our listeners how to uh, how to hook up with us not hook up with us how to find us um, we have some social media set up now you can find us on Instagram Uh, I believe we are (laughs) I have to look it up I believe we are the green hour podcast um, underscore (laughs) gmail.ca you can find us online on the web at our soon (laughs) to be released website www.thegreenhour.com website pending and if you want to email us in the website address yeah I've been working on it for a long time so it's not officially published yet okay so the address Um, includes website pending (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay but if you want to get in touch by email, uh, send us some ideas. If you want to be a guest, if you want to be the new Chris or, or <laughs> Russell, who was the last guy, <laughs> then you can text us at thegreenhourpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we check it every day. We Do you just say you message. can text us? <laughs> yeah, just call us online. Okay. Sorry, what? <laughs> we don't have a Twitter, um, but our Instagram is the Gene Hour <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> at greenhour.ca. Thank you. This has been Kurt Manfred live with Stu Loretti in your ear holes. <laughs> See you next time. What is happening? <laughs> I think I ended it. I don't know. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm done.